This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's Sunday, February 20th, 2022. Bees are buzzing. Let's think about this for a minute. If we push forward to, say, the 2021 days, the number of days required um, for worker bees to hatch, we're looking at sometime in March, probably the second week in March, for the need for worker bees to start. So the initial, remember when they initially hatch, they're involved with their rearing and cleaning the hives, protecting, and then finally they're out there doing foraging, although there's some belief that the different temperatures within the hive and within the cluster and within the cluster where the bees are being um, taken care of by nurse bees results in a different um, sort of work schedule. Some bees jump right to foraging. We're not sure about that, but there is some of that research. My point of all this is, and we're seeing with the, um, the temperature and humidity sensors that we have, that the bee activity, the activity in the hive seems to be increasing. The queens, uh, because of the time and the light and what we're seeing outside, are starting to lay uh, worker eggs for the spring. We looked at some historical videos I did of uh, March of last year. We, we had pollen last March. Um, some of the wildflowers were starting to bloom, the early wildflowers. So it's not unusual for mid-March to mean that the bees can start bringing in some fresh pollen and nectar. So it, it, I, very, very likely that right now the queens are, are getting busy um, laying eggs. And it's all exciting times, right? It's... it's uh, uh, at Wildflower Bee Farm, we're very excited to be working on the 24-7 um, uh, entrance uh, webcam feed that we're going to be setting up. Pretty much everything is set to go to get, as soon as the frost is out, we hope to have it in sometime in April. And at the Bee Science Club, people will be able to go in and, you know, just put it on their screens and keep track of what's happening at the hive. Working to get uh, uh, sensors, it's going to be difficult to get sensor technology in real time. So we're going to have to um, find ways to post some of that information. And, you, and we're not sure how that's going to happen yet, but we're working with different ideas to be able to do what we want to do. Uh, as far as sensors go, I, I think I told you the Monet or Monet, I, I should ask them how to say it properly, M-O-N-N-I-T is working like a champion. It's set up about 1,400 feet from the house here, and, and we're picking up all the data, the live data, on what's happening inside that hive, that first level, um, uh, right above the top box, if there's two, or the, the, the single box, if there's one. And there's a couple of reasons why we do that. My experience has been that the temperature, sort of, uh, depending on the hive and where the sensor is placed, you can certainly tell, even though the sensor is above the hive with a screen and there's a lot of propolis, it clearly gives you a consistent temperature and also the humidity. Remember, one of the most significant issues that happens that kill bees in the winter is the humidity levels. And we are not seeing any humidity in those top um, cover boxes sections where we have the um, the shavings and the screen and the um, the extra top. So it's it's working as as you think, and, and I don't think we're going to have any moisture issues uh, whatsoever, which is quite exciting. And the toughest time is as we get into spring and we get those real fluctuations in temperature to make sure we don't uh, we don't get those kinds of, uh, of fluctuations here. There is a, a less expensive, or I should say, or a starter sensor you may consider, and I have one of them probably about 90 feet from the house. It's called the GoVee 
Govee Home, G-O-V-E-E Home. You can pick it up, you know, Amazon, anywhere in that uh, $30 range. Uh, set it up, put it in the hive, covered it up. Um, and I get regular, like it, it sends data through the Wi-Fi, which is, you know, you figure it's about 80, 90 feet. I have no outside Wi-Fi extenders or anything, and I'm able to see what's going on in that hive in real time. So if you have a hive that's very close to your house or a building where you have internet, you can try the GoV just to see. Now, I put mine um, on top of the top cover, which in my case is um, screened with um, wood shavings. Uh, you need you need to have it so that I think it's away from the papalis because as soon as you put it inside the hive, you're going to get uh, it propolized by the bees. It's going to get all gummed up and it probably won't work as well. So the Govi Home is what I'm using, very simple as a test. Uh, trying different different types of sensors as well. Now the Govi Home so far has done quite well. Um, I also have a, another one which is. Um, called the uh, let me just get the proper name for you the what's it say on here the engbird e-n-g-b-i-r-d it's a, another sensor similar price range but it will not send the signal to the house i have to be near the hive which is what some of the commercial b uh, monitors are like so it downloads it with bluetooth when i'm close to the hive Quite accurate, the same, but the, the, the disadvantage is you have to actually be out near the hive, whereas the um, the GoV seems to be sending it within, I'd say, probably 80 feet of the house, which is uh, which is pretty cool. The Monet, I'll call it that, M-O-N-N-I-T, of course, I'm at 1,500 feet or more, and remember, I'm in the top layer covered by the lid of the beehive with no antenna outside. Everything I've left everything inside, so I've it's probably not the best use, and it's a well-treed area where they're sitting right now. So there's not clear line of sight from um, those sensors uh, to the house, which they say is significant, but it isn't. Remember, they're about $200 Canadian with about $200 for the gateway. The gateway can have about six different sensors attached. So if you have you know five or six hives and you want to get data um, within, say, 1500 feet of your main internet source I'd say that's the hive to get so just to summarize at the B Science Club we're working to do the 24-7 webcam I'm also looking at the logistics of the Queens coming from Saskatchewan and how we're going to arrange that um, likely we're going to have some empty boxes so we're gonna have to clean through some of those to make sure they're ready for swarm season um, so that's pretty much it at the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's still pretty cold right now. It's uh, minus 11 this morning. So the bees are huddled probably, although I'm seeing some activity in the one hive where we have the Govee sensor and the Monet, Monet as well. So uh, we'll have to see how that turns out. You have an amazing day, and I'll talk soon.